Welcome to Win The Day. I'm your host, James Whitaker, author and producer of Think and Grow Rich The Legacy. And in this show, I share the tools and strategies used by the world's best performers to help you transform your own life. Are you fired up? I am. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 10 of Win the Day. And today's episode is the first in our two-part series on becoming a financial winner. Because make no mistake, being financially independent is an extremely important part of being successful. So what we're going to do in this episode and episode 11 as well, we're going to go through specific tips and strategies that you can apply in your own life right now to become a financial winner. Sound good? I hope so. Let's get into it. And the quote for today's episode comes from former first lady of the United States, Eleanor Roosevelt, and says, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. It takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. So we see a lot of people these days, they spend so much time wishing for circumstances or complaining about the circumstances that other people have, when if they allocated that exact same amount of energy to actually planning and creating those circumstances they wanted, well, then they would have not much to complain about in the first place. So remember that quote as we go through this episode, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. We've made it through to the second half of this year at speeches that I have been doing around the country. At each one, I ask everyone in the audience to pull out their mobile phones and open up a or create a calendar notification for Monday, the 1st of July for 9am. And when that calendar notification goes off, that they would see Win the Day written in capital letters pop up on their mobile device or on their laptop or on their computer. So it was nice to receive a few messages from people last week to say that they got that Win the Day notification going off. So that was the motivation that I thought people could use as a reminder that there's actually still six months left of this year. So many people have already given up on the year, but you've still got enough time to smash your goals out of the park over the next six months. But if you don't have goals or if you don't have any idea of what success actually looks like, by the time we get to the 31st of December at the end of this year, you can't expect to have progressed any further in your life. So remember that, always have an idea of what success looks like to you, what your goals are. Once you're clear on what you want, you can use the next six months to take big strides to actually achieving those goals. So this episode, we're going to talk about money. Specifically, we're going to talk about what the difference is between financial winners and financial losers. What do wealthy people do that poor people don't, what a poor people do that wealthy people don't that enables them to stay in those circumstances. So as we get started with this episode, I want you to take a brief moment to think about what your definition of wealth is. Just take a brief moment to think about what your definition of wealth is. And someone says wealthy, what does that mean to you? What comes to mind? And feel free to hit pause uh, as we go through this as well, while you're thinking about what your definition of wealth is. I'm also going to quickly share with you my definition of wealth. So to me, wealth is freedom. Wealth is freedom of choice. When we're financially independent, we can structure our day exactly how we like, and we have the means to fully experience all that life has to offer. It also offers us the resources that we can use to contribute to the causes that we care about. 
For example, finding or helping to find a cure for a disease that might have had a huge impact on our family for many, many years. Many people have a negative connotation of wealth, and it's really important that you have your own unique definition of what wealth looks like to you, but I urge you to just make sure you've got a positive spin on it because reframing that mindset to wealth going from being something negative to actually recognizing it is something extremely positive. That reframe of mindset is one of the most fundamental steps that you can take in transitioning to becoming a financial winner. Yet we don't teach these basic money principles and this personal finance and this financial mindset in schools. And wealth also doesn't guarantee that you will be free of problems. In fact, the people who struggled with their money when they didn't have much will find that they struggle even more with money when they start to get more of it as well, because more money can just create more problems, as the song from Notorious B.I.G. says. In fact, for people, when they create that wealth, it can bring a whole host of problems. But if you've got the right blueprint and you apply these tips and strategies that we're going to talk about in this episode, you can use wealth to be an enormously powerful force of good for you, for your family, for your community, and for the world. So now that you've got an idea of what wealth looks like to you, let's think about what lifestyle you want. And a lot of people really overcomplicate personal finance, but all we're essentially doing is thinking about what your ideal lifestyle looks like. And then we're going to work on setting up the pieces that are going to enable you to enjoy that lifestyle. Sounds pretty simple, right? Let's not overcomplicate it. So take a brief moment right now. Again, close your eyes. Unless you're driving, keep your eyes open if you're driving. But if you're watching a YouTube video or listening to the podcast, close your eyes and hit pause and think about what your ideal lifestyle looks like to you. Think about five years, 10 years, 20 years down the track. What does your ideal life look like? What does your house look like? Where in the world are you? Who are the people that you're enjoying it with? And in that moment, what is making you the happiest. So hit pause if you need a little bit longer to think about what your ideal lifestyle looks like. Like any worthy endeavor, the best thing to do is to actually start with the end in mind. So now that you've got an idea in mind of what wealth looks like to you and what your ideal lifestyle looks like, let's talk about some financial strategies that you can use right now to become a financial winner. Number one, start now. We see this with every goal. People always have the very best of intentions, always promising to get around to it, but they never do. So make the commitment to start now. And what is the best way to make that commitment? Well, when you wake up in the morning, grab a piece of paper or grab the five-minute journal and write down one or two things that you're going to do today that's going to enable you to save more money. So that might be something like preparing your meals at home in bulk so you don't need to go and buy your meals at restaurants or cafes throughout the week. So being aware of what actions that you need to take is going to help you stay disciplined. And then before you go to bed that night, just quickly check in with what you did that achieved your goals or what you didn't do that enabled you to fall short of your goals. And then you can simply calibrate the next day. So that little check-in, it's going to only take you a few minutes, is what is going to help keep you disciplined. The next step there is to complete a success plan. 
and ensure you've got a specific money goal in mind at each time interval for that success plan, as well as how your life is going to change as a result of earning this money. After all, if you identify and understand your motivations, it's going to be much easier for you to stay committed to that journey. And finally, change the wallpaper on your phone or on your iPad or on your desktop computer to those financial goals. You wanna see it and you wanna breathe it without you having to do a great deal of effort to actually getting it. If you're not willing to make personal finance a priority, the rest of these financial strategies are not going to help you. So I want you to commit to being a financial winner. You might've heard the Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, the second best time is now. Well, I'm guessing you probably didn't do it 20 years ago as I didn't and most other people don't. So let's start right now. So that's number one. Number two, know where your money is going. If you can measure it, you can manage it. In previous episodes, we've spoken about the importance of auditing your energy so you can stay happy and auditing your time so you can stay productive. Well, in this version, this is what we're going to do for managing your money. Track every single dollar that you earn and every single dollar that you spend using a spreadsheet or you can even do it the old fashioned way using a piece of paper. Write down your income. So we're gonna have two categories. We're gonna have income and we're going to have expenses. So let's start off by talking about income. For most people, that's going to be the easiest because for most people, it's just going to be your salary. Note your take home pay and multiply it to get an, a net annual income. So if you get paid every week, multiply it by 52 weeks. If you get paid every fortnight, multiply it by 26. And if you get paid every month, multiply it by 12 months. So that's your take home pay, your net annual income. That is the pie that you are going to divide each year. That's all you've got each year for every single expense and saving that you have. And don't worry if it's a small pie because we're going to go through more in this episode on the next episode, what you do with it is the most important thing. So that's income. The second category now is expenses and that is broken up into five categories. So the first expense we're going to talk about are fixed expenses. These are regularly occurring items that you cannot change. Things like your rent, loan repayments, all the different types of insurance, phone bills, educational courses if you're enrolled in any. So write down your fixed expenses. If you're listening to the podcast or watching a YouTube version right now, I would encourage you to go and click on the blog version of this episode where it's going to be spelled out a lot clearer rather than you having to scramble and make sure that you've got every single note. So the second expense we're going to talk about now is variable expenses. These are items that still occur regularly, although the amount is going to vary significantly each month. So that includes things like groceries, petrol, utility bills, medical services, things like that. Number three are discretionary expenses. So these are items that are always nice to have, but are not essential for your day-to-day -day living. These are things like gifts, travel, entertainment, dining out at restaurants. And number four is saving. So this is not technically an expense, but this is something that we need to allocate because we wanna make sure you have got enough money working for you to increase that pie. If you don't factor in an amount to save for your future, you will never be a financial winner. So this is a really important uh, category, this one. So write down your desired annual savings. Remember, for all these things, you want to come up with an annualized figure. 
And then the fifth and final expense that we're going to include there are contingencies. If you don't factor in an amount to have for your future, uh, for these things that can come out of left field, say if you have a house repair or a car repair, then your entire household budget is going to get thrown off at the first emergency. So it's very, very difficult to estimate this, but ensure you have some money allocated for this contingency amount. So that's those five expenses there. We've got fixed, variable, discretionary, savings, and contingencies. What I want you to do now is add those five expense fields up together, and that, all those ones together is going to be your annual expenses. Next, we're going to take that annual income and we're going to subtract the annual expenses from it. Then we're going to be left with a figure. Now, you're either going to have a good feeling or a bad feeling about this, and for a lot of people, this makes them feel very, very uncomfortable. So for all the people who are living outside or beyond their means where they've got more money going out than what's coming in, it's very, very confronting. It's very, very difficult to think about that. So what do most people do? They put it off. But actually confronting it right now, even if you are in the red, is a the very first and most fundamental step to actually taking steps towards fixing it to becoming a financial winner. Because I promise that it is not too late for you to become a financial winner. So now that we've got a clear idea of all your money and where it's going, that is a good foundation for us to move on to these other steps. So as we move on, I want you to remember that the aim of everything that we're doing here is to have as much money working for you as possible rather than the other way around. That's number two, know where your money is going. That paves the way for step three. Spend less than you earn. One of the easiest ways to give yourself an immediate pay rise is to what? Spend less. Just like one of the easiest ways to give yourself a pay cut is to spend more. This is one of the most painfully obvious and simple money management strategies, yet it eludes so many people. And in this digital world, we're constantly bombarded with advertisements of all these products we need to go and buy. And if you combine that with all the people that we see on social media, it just fires up our human drive to keep up with the Joneses. And if you haven't heard of that expression, keeping up with the Joneses, it basically means that we're trying to match our social status of our neighbors or our friends by using money that we don't have to buy things that we don't actually need to impress other people. So things like buying a luxury car with money you don't have purely to impress other people. And when you make a habit out of spending less than you earn, you have more money at your disposal that you can use to create greater wealth in the future. For example, if a bill arrives in the mail, you can pay it right now without occurring an additional interest charge if you hadn't paid it on the spot. And if there's an essential purchase that you need to make, you might find that there are favorable terms for an upfront payment, or there might actually be a penalty for paying an installment. So being able to pay that upfront is just a simple way that you can have more money working for you rather than going out. And if you're currently in debt, which most people are, do everything that you can to pay off bad debt. And when we're talking about bad debt, that's debt that is not tax deductible. So you need to pay off the bad debt as quickly as possible, prioritizing those items that have the highest interest rate. So the bad debt with the highest interest rate for most people are things like credit cards. For example, if you've got right now, say if you've got $1,000 just sitting in a savings account right now that you can allocate to paying off bad debt, the best thing that you can do is to prioritize the highest bad debt. So 
credit cards, if it's at 18% versus something, another debt that you might have like student loans that might only be five or 6%, then the first thing that you wanna do is prioritize by paying off that credit card debt that is incurring that higher interest charge. And over time, you wanna to start to reduce your reliance or eliminate it altogether on credit cards. So start using debit cards wherever you can. So that's number three, spend less than you earn. And as we said earlier, remember the aim is to have as much money working for you as possible. Number four, you don't miss what you don't get. Now, it's human nature, as we all know, to spend all that we get. And that's why tax agencies like the ATO in Australia or the IRS in America, that's why they get their money from your employer rather than from you down the track. Yet funnily, if we don't have that money to spend, then we don't miss it. You might have heard of the personal finance classic book, The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson, which is an amazing book. You should definitely I think you can get copies online now for 99 cents. Old school book, but it's got some phenomenal strategies in there. But in The Richest Man in Babylon, it suggested that one of the best wealth creation tips that you can have is to save at least 10% of everything you earn. So save 10% of at least everything you earn. You'll notice there we didn't talk about dependent on what income you have. It doesn't matter how much money you earn. The most important thing is getting into the habit because if you can create these habits when you're not earning much, then all of a sudden your wealth is massively assured because you will start to earn more over time if you start to work on your skills. You might think that sacrificing 10% of your income would be totally unlivable. But I promise you, if the government introduced an additional 10% tax on your income right now, you would find a way to get through the week. Most people would be able to adjust their lifestyle to accommodate. People always find a way to get through the week. And you might be, you might be motivated knowing that that 10% coming out of your income is actually going to be returned to you at a later date with interest. Rather than seeing how much is left in your bank account after you've enjoyed the week, make the commitment up front, the moment you receive your pay, that's the time for you to start saving at least 10% of everything that you earn. There are even apps out there, like you can embrace technology and use apps like Acorns. The Acorns app enables you to round up to the nearest dollar. So you can use money from everyday purchases and that can go into a diversified portfolio that's dependent or recommended for you based on your risk profile from what you filled out when you sign up for Acorns. For example, to help explain how that works, if you go and buy a cup of coffee in the morning, say if you spend $3.25 on this cup of coffee, Acorns will make that a $4 transaction where $3.25 goes to the cafe and 75 cents goes into your Acorns account. And you can tweak that and that might sound weird, but every single purchase that you make every single day, if you round up to the nearest dollar, and if you harness the power of compound interest, which is one of the most fundamental tips, and we're going to talk about that more in the next episode as one of the main financial strategies, if you harness compound interest, you do this regularly and you use what Acorns does where they enable you to actually contribute more than just rounding up to the nearest dollar. That is such an easy way that you can start to have a lot of money working for you without even missing it. So that's number four, you don't miss what you don't get. So just as a quick overview of those four tips from today, number one, start now. Number two, know where your money is going and do that household budget. Number three, spend less than you earn. And number four, you don't miss 
what you don't get. So that's going to give you some homework ahead of episode 11, where we go through the final half of all these, it was going to be a lot more than half of these financial strategies that you can use to become a financial winner. Before we go, I just wanted to give you a reminder about joining my VIP community. If you want to join, just go to my website, jameswitt.com, enter your email address, and you will receive a free download bonus from Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. You'll get access to my exclusive Win the Day Facebook group, and you'll get access to these Win the Day episodes as soon as they are released and a whole lot more. So just go to jameswitt.com, enter your email address, and you will be able to access all those bonus goodies. And if you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you could give it a five-star rating. And if you're watching it on YouTube, I would love it if you could give it a big thumbs up. So thanks for tuning in. Get out there and win the day. Until next time, onwards and upwards always.